Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, villains, and welcome to what, for us here, as most of you will know, is... uh... But number one, it's a it's breaking news podcast. But for us, was one that uh, you know is a is a very very uh, I suppose somber podcast in a way for a great man that has just left uh, Aston Villa Football Club. And the news has just broken that Dean Smith and Aston Villa Football Club have parted ways. And uh, before we get into our takes on it, because they kind of pale in significance at the moment, this is really just being uh, being all kind of unshrouded i think at the moment um let's take a little look at at, at the at the statement patty and, and i know we will we will come back and we will speak about this but uh, i think it's important as everything is breaking at the moment i'm sure that we're going to have tons and tons of uh, information that will be creeping out as we know now but aston villa football club can confirm that the club have parted ways with head coach dean smith Dean was appointed Villa head coach just over three years ago in October 2018 and led the club back to the Premier League via the playoffs in his first season in charge, following a club record 10-match winning sequence toward the end of that campaign. The following, sequ- following season, he kept Villa in the top flight while also leading the team out in the Carabao Cup final at Wembley, narrowly, narrowly losing 2-0 to Manchester City. CEO Christian Perslow said, when Dean joined us in October 2018, our team was really struggling in the championship. He immediately transformed the atmosphere and performances and achieved the ultimate success of leading Villa back to the Premier League within the same season, a rare feat. He then secured our place in the Premier League after a tough, cam- tough campaign and took us to the Cup Final at Wembley. However, after a good start to last season, this year we have not seen the continuous improvement in results, performances and league positions which have led, which we, which have all, which we have all been looking for. Sorry for my remedial grade reading here. Um, for this reason, we have decided to make a change now to allow time for a new head coach to make an impact. The board would like to sincerely thank Dean for his many excellent achievements on and off the pitch during this time. Everybody knows how much Aston Villa means to Dean and his family. He has represented the club with distinction and dignity, universally liked and respected by everybody associated with Aston Villa, our staff, players and supporters alike. We wish him the very best. The process of replacing Dean will now begin and the club will update supporters in due course. 
Paddy, talk to me. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm not usually stuck for words. I'm a little bit stuck for words today. Um, mm. I, I kind of felt there would be a announcement today, but I figured it might have been an announcement of, of, of backing the manager. I thought he okay. might have got another two games to come and save, uh, save his job. It didn't work out that way, and we now know that... Uh, that he's moved on. I'm a little bit shocked. I thought I thought when we didn't hear anything yesterday, I thought you know they'd have a measured approach and might might give him another couple of games. But look, they've obviously met today. He made their decision, and uh, my over rem, overriding emotion is a little bit of disappointment now. But um, you know, I know there's a lot of people going to say, yeah, he deserved it. And in hindsight, when we look back at the end of this season, we we might agree with them. But the one thing I will say is that Dean Smith is an extraordinarily good guy, and really when guy. when our club, as as the as the famous line now says, the fallen giant is back on its feet, he put us back on our feet. So mm. I think there's a lot to be thankful for there as well. Yeah. Um. And and look for anybody that maybe is coming here for a podcast that thinks that potentially we're not going to eulogize G- Dean Smith over over what positives he has done. We we are going to do that because we're consistent in our takes and we're you know the obviously he's been sacked now. Um, he is by far and away one of the most decent guys, one of the top top decent people that like. I've never met the man face to face, but you know, there's you can just get it from him. I, I'm not going to go into too much detail about about Dean Smith and, and, and anything like that, but just trust that you, know, you 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 can trust everybody when they say that he is a really really good guy, and and it's 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 not a podcast for that, but he is a really really good guy. And I'm going to say I was I was a small bit sad in recent days when there was like a lot of narratives being being mentioned around and on Twitter and on Facebook, and I know a lot of these were basically just. Uh, they were fabricated things, but they were things that you could say based on whatever side of the coin you came down, that he would fall out with a lot of players, that you know he fell out with six or seven players over his time, his tenure with the club. And that just isn't true. It just isn't true. And I think time now is a good time to say this, that that, that he never fell out with players. He he thought some players weren't weren't up to the task, and that's absolutely fine. But that's his job as a manager. That's that that's that was a strong point of of management for him, and and I had to get that one off my chest. In and and, I, and it's okay if you guys don't believe us when we say this, but but that that is absolutely you know the measure of the guy. He was real affable. Christian Perslow says it there that he was universally liked, and and that's not lying about the guy. And and I'm delighted to have had him associated with my club for the last three years. Um, personally, myself. I feel that, you know, since the 94, 96, 98 seasons, even under Martin O'Neill, I didn't have as much, how am I going to put this? I didn't have as much faith in, I didn't have as much, not even connection, but I don't even know what word I'm trying to use here. I didn't have, like, I really, like, like over the last three years, Aston Villa became a massive identity, massive identity in my life. Not that it wasn't before, but it became even more, and it's because I like Dean Smith. I really liked him as a person. I thought the club I, and and the club has gone in, in massive strides and gone forward under him. Whether you whether you you agree with what's happening this year or not, and that's something to be proud of. And it's really kind of put us back on the map. 
again and 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 as Christian Perslow said and as you just said there the, the fallen joint is now reawoken and um and look you know whatever whatever you want to say about Dean Smith in the last five games he's the man who got us yeah. back to the Premier League and put us back and on look, the map again and there's always going to be people there's always going to be people that are very happy today and that that's completely fine too that's okay we're all in, it's fine we're all entitled we're all entitled to our opinion and and my my opinion is and I I was I'm going to say I was lucky enough because I spent a couple of minutes in, in his company outside Villa Park. Oh, God. Yeah, I think we were still in the championship. And there was just myself and Stephen there, nobody else. Um, and he said, he heard the voice and he said, where in Ireland are you from? And stood and listened that we were from Limerick. And he spoke to Stephen for a few minutes and proceeded to tell us about his wife's family being from Wexford and travels to Ireland quite a lot. And, he needn't have bothered his arse, but he stood there and spoke to us and and had and had a good chat. Um, we sent him our, our Irish Lions jersey last year, which he signed and yeah, sent it back. That was fantastic. That we dedicate we dedicated to to his father by donating the proceeds to the the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. So for me, it's uh, you know, you mentioned uh, talking there about him as a manager, and the one the one thing I will give him, um, there's a lot of characters there and characters that I've mentioned that I've absolutely. Would have bombed out a long time ago, but he's worked hard on trying to develop players and characters. Mm -hmm. um, we even had one of them the other night. I'm not going to mention any names. Played a game the other night, and I would have had him long gone out of this team. So you know, he's obviously a very good manager and gets and, and gets the respect of the players. Um, I'd, ima I'd imagine we're going to see an awful lot from the players today on social media. And uh, well, interesting you say that, Paddy. And I know maybe people don't want to hear what Jack Grealish has to say, but Jack Grealish has posted, "No one will ever compare. He's the real goat." Heart, heart, heart. Now, whatever you, whether you agree with the with the word goat, like Jack Grealish and Dean Smith had an utmost respect for each other, and I think mm -hmm. that's fair enough to say that. Uh, you know, for somebody who wasn't used to dealing with superstars, he, by by all available evidence. And I mean, all available evidence. People can have their own thoughts and own opinions on it, but all available evidence. He dealt with Jack Grealish, and they both left on amicable terms. And, and he was able to deal with the guy that came up through the ranks and the Ollie Watkinses, and he was always able to deal with the guys who um, maybe were destined for bigger things than the Jack Grealishes. And I mm. suppose over time, time will tell whether he was able to deal, whether he would have been able to deal with the Leon Bailey's or the um, or, or those guys as well. So. Uh, yeah, interesting. The, the, the irony of what, what, what you just read out there, uh, I firmly believe that if Jack didn't go, we wouldn't be in this conversation now at yeah, this stage. Yeah, yeah. That's the story for another day. Um, John Percy has, ju has just tweeted as well, said that Dean Smith took charge of Villa from uh, when the club were 14th in the championship. Promotion, the League Cup final, Premier League stability is excellent, uh, represents an excellent, perhaps underrated job, despite the obvious financial backing, will be no shortage of interest. I'd just be interested because, look, We've all sat here and said, Percy said it, Percy said it, somebody's signing and this is going to be fantastic. Percy will know, uh, I would imagine, you know, how highly Dean Smith has seen. Uh, and it'll be interesting. I, I don't think he'll stay out of management very long. And we had a question actually on the team sheet tantrum, I think, before. The, it was the preview show before the Southampton game and someone asked, would Dean Smith get another Premier League job? And I think it was kind of an arbitrary question. And, and the way I answered it was, he may not get another Premier League job, but I could see it, a top team in the Championship soccer manager to bring in Dean Smith and he would get promoted next year. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe he ends up at Norwich. Who knows? <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? Possibly. 
I, I don't think um, he does. I don't think he ends up in Norwich. That was a flipping throwaway comment, but uh, and no, it's not for us. We I, I don't want to speculate where he ends up. I think time and and we're going to very look. We want to eulogize Smith, but we also are going to very much over the next and like we're in the international window, we'll probably be back again tomorrow, the day after. We're going to going to cover this very, very, very closely. Um, because I would imagine the club aren't going to dilly-dally on this one because time is of the essence. And mm. I'm going to be really honest, guys. I'm going to be very... Just like the, the, I'm going to have my eye very much on this. And, and, and if they don't get a good guy, I'm not going to be particularly happy. No. And I, I, don't, I, like, I don't want a knee-jerk reaction here. I don't want yeah. Lampard, Terry, Gerrard, all these ridiculous names that have been mentioned... That I, I want a proven manager, if not with Premier League experience, with, with continental experience, that plays mm. decent football and will have the personality to come and spend the money that our, our owners no doubt want to spend to make our, our club a success. I'm genuinely disappointed that that's not Dean Smith. Um, yeah, so am I. I, thought, I really thought for a long time we were going in the right direction. I, I, I really hoped that this run of games was a blip. And he was going to be given a bit of time. But look, you, the, the figures don't lie. Five in a row. I said it so many times over the last couple of weeks that I've felt if it went to five in a row, the red button would be pressed. It is pressed. Um, you know, the time the time will come where we move on. But I think that it's not time for a re- knee-jerk reaction. I don't want to see a Nigel Pearson. I don't want to see any of the Before we speculate and uh, again and maybe go in and start talking about very, very early prediction. You know, I, I, I don't want this mm. podcast to be over, overtaken by that but let's just read some no. of the comments there because there will be pieces in that and I think that a lot of people have come in here and they've, they've shared some some of their own opinions on Dean Smith Now I want to kind of try to keep this as Dean Smith centric as I can for the last five minutes yeah, I might sure. throw some wild suggestions again like we have been doing before. But uh, Del Boy says, uh, please not Nigel Pearson. Oh Jesus, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think there'll be a podcast if Nigel Pearson is here. I don't think I could do, um, I could do myself any favors uh, to speak about and, if we. Uh, no, no disrespect either, because I, th- I think we're just, yeah. you know, Nigel Pearson did did a fantastic job where he has been, but I think we need, I think we need a bigger personality with with a more of a, a footballing clout and uh, a background in bringing through uh, both underage talent and unearthing talent from overseas maybe I yeah. think that might be no absolutely um Alex says very sad not gonna lie uh, I might be wrong says very disappointed five rough games sorry I'm doing this on a really small screen here five rough games over route three years of incredible work ridiculous well I, I think it's more so the 18 games lost in 2021 as well and look we have to be fair about that too um Mike mm. Warmbot doesn't know how he, he always yeah I, I really don't know how to feel I don't want to I, I want to give myself time to appreciate Dean Smith because uh, he's he deserves that. He, de- he absolutely deserves that. Uh, Patch Patch BC says, uh, my favorite ever Villa manager will always remember that playoff run with him and Jack leading the way. And weren't we? Wasn't that just such a kind of like a family run event? That whole playoff run, and you can call mm. it small time tin pot. But I talked about that it gave me a sort of sense of identity. Jack Grealish not changing his boots. Dean Smith going to visit his father to tell him, talk to him, even though his father couldn't understand what he was saying. To tell him about yeah. our boyhood team, the team that his father stood on the whole end with, was a steward with, that brought Dean to, that immersed his whole entire life in, and it was just such a magical story. Do you know what? 
and, and to be honest with you, the media didn't make enough of that, to be honest with you. They really, really didn't. And I think at the time, everybody was so focused on getting promoted that it kind of, it kind of masked the romance of football. And when I talk about identity, that's something we're falling in love with. And you can call me an you know, old romantic and an you know, old soppy, old sad or whatever. And say you can mm. tell me I'm all gooey-eyed just because I've just had a new child and my hormones are all over the place. But it's real. <laughs> that was three years ago. And that was real. You know, that was real. It was real for me anyway. I don't care. There's probably some other harder stone-faced hearts outside there that, that didn't get that. But for me, I certainly did. And 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 that's a proud moment for me of that 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 the way that we showed that we can rise from the ashes because it wasn't just with any manager. It was with one of our own. That's really important as well. Um, ben uh, joined the Villa family in 2014. Dino is the only true progressive manager I've seen at Villa. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely within that time, I agree. Mm. I felt uh, I felt it was his time, but it hurts. Got me through mental struggles last autumn with those games. And, you know, I talked about identity and stuff like that, thankfully. And, and, and for myself, I wasn't in anything like that. I just really fell back in love with what, not back in love, but I really... I was proud of puffing my chest out and talking about Aston Villa again. But for you know, for for you, football teams do 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 things to take people in different ways, and that's that's amazing that you're able to 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 say that Ben as well. And and you know, it's times like these that that, that we kind of reflect and think about about stuff like that as well. Um, Mel Farrell says, sad times, but also the right decision. He leaves my very best wishes. And Paddy, I think it's fair to say that it isn't just window dressing from Perslow there. I really believe he leaves with. Best wishes from literally everybody. Oh, I'd say so. I'd say so. Obvi- obviously, and you know, I've said it already. There's, there's people going to be celebrating today, and I'm completely fine with that. But for me, it's you know, going going back to that that season where he got us up. That was an incredible roller coaster. Yeah, those ten games, Jack getting punched at at St Andrews and then going on to score. It was just. It was, mm. it was just an amazing time to be a Villa fan, um, and it just it just felt like the guy who would sit and sit beside you in whatever stand you choose to sit in in Villa Park was suddenly managing the team. It was fairy tale yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. But not only yeah. managing the team, managing the team well, managing the club well, everything was just run properly. Um, I I'm firm like I know I know he said recently that he doesn't lose any sleep. I bet he did. Because I'd say I'd say the last five weeks were hurting them. I really say they were. Yeah. PSK says, I, "I'm sorry, Paddy. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to roll through some of the comments here because yeah, a lot of them are very going. similar. But you know, good boy, Dino. God bless and thank you for all the memories." Uh, Mike says they don't even have a guess who they're planning to sign. We've not heard anything. I don't have any guess. I have my own favorites, you know, because it would be stupid of me not to look forward, not not to mm-hmm. look past maybe this. Uh, because we do a podcast and you want to be at least some way prepared for the inevitable, even if it's not something that you want. Um, but I do have my own favorites. And to be honest with you, you guys aren't going to like some of mine, as we said before, but uh, just trying to, uh, as I say, see who's out there and, and uh, we're not getting Zidane. Um, I think is pretty, <laughs> I don't think anybody's getting Zidane, to be honest. No, no one's, no think, one's Zidane either. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't think uh, this is but, a time for celebrities anyway. Either do I. Either do I. I think it's time for prop for for managers. Um, mixed emotions, but glad at the same time. Um, was a uh, 
sorry, that was from Voice of the Villains. This is from SI41NTE. Was a serious great guy and a great manager. Um, Chris, incredibly upsetting, but something had to change. Players have let, let him down this season. I think Matty Cash's interview yesterday, Matty Cash knew the, knew the writing was on the wall. I think um, Matty I think Cash that, I think is... That really, I think that, that last sentence in that there is just hit the nail on the head. The players have let him down this season. There's a few players out there that have been found wanting and need to have a long, hard look at themselves. Um, you know what? They'll be found out very quickly by by the next manager. So, um, Whoa. go on. John Percy. John Percy has it out. Aston Villa considering Steve Gerrard and Rafas Lutl as next manager. I'm not going to be happy with Steven Gerrard. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to be happy with Rafa Hassan Hootl either. Anyway, now is not the time for knee-jerk reaction, as we said. I would need to look into Steve Gerrard more, but I, 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 I would find that exceedingly underwhelming as a signing. But what's, that's what, that's not for the, here now. What's to look into? <laughs> the yeah, guy, well, the guy's I do, one I, I position. To process it, I, just to process it, see what his management style, not his management style, but his coaching style, how he sets up his team. Because I think it's going to be really important to get somebody who can set up the team. Um, with the players that we have, and look, I, I truly believe the four-two-three-one is the way forward, and we need somebody who's got a good brand of that. Um, anyway, anyway, I, I to be honest with you, that's my, and I just spoke about John Percy. That kind of smacks to me is getting out there early with your tech, but uh, it could be one hundred percent right. Um, Thomas says very sad day, and not often fans have uh, have a respect on a personal level for a manager. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. We don't uh, often get to have one of our own there either. That's exactly it. And Pete Tansy says, uh, must think long-term, don't want a quick fix. Uh, Kieran, good stuff. He says, it makes me sad the amount of disrespect for Dean Smith in social media. The man bled carrot and blue, but it was inevitable he would go. And that's fair too. And that's that's kind of a, a feeling I hold as well. Carol says, this will come back and bite us in the arse, I think. It just really depends on who we get in next. I, I'm I'm... I'm upset that Dean Smith is gone. I'm anxious to see who we get in, and I'm anxious on the side of worry more so than excitement because I really need to see who we're getting in. Um, but uh, I suppose I think that's really where a lot of fans are at the moment as well. Uh, Luke Harrison is gutted, just gutted. Uh, Mel uh, has said, very sad day, but understandable decision. Phyllis Farm has been poor. We have had great memories thanks to Dean, and he leaves with best wishes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Sorry there, guys. There's, there's there's a lot of comments here. Um, a lot of comments here. Uh, Tommy Roach says, Root Cause was Grealish was replaced on an Excel sheet, not on a football field. I disagree, but I'm not going to get into it at the moment. Uh, I don't think that you can create, you can replace Grealish one for one, and I think they made the right decision. Um, but it's, look, as I say, you're, it, it's, it, I don't agree with the Excel sheet piece because uh, if you know who Leon Bailey was prior to, prior to coming to Aston Villa, that the Excel sheet, sheet piece doesn't really make sense to me considering we bought known players and known quantities as well. But look, as I say, not having a crack at you, Tommy, absolutely not. It's a completely valid opinion to have. Um, uh, so, sorry, guys. I'm actually finding it tough, tough to keep up. The comments are just moving up and down so fast here. I really appreciate So if I don't read out some of your comments, I am... Um, it's just I genuinely can't see them here. Um, Sean Garrity says, really hope we get Paulo Fonseca. Uh, once again, I've looked at him. He's, I need to look at, look at him more. But um, 
if we get somebody in from the continent, guys, we might go back to three at the back. And I just don't know how we're, how we're going to be able to take that. Um, so, so this is why I've been very coy on some of the managers we, that are being mentioned. Regardless of who we get in, we might, we, might not go, we might not go three at the back until he buys somebody in January, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a big fat Sam sighting. <laughs> Once again, we have a big fat Sam sighting. I know I might be wrong. You're probably only uh, you're, you're probably only pulling pulling strings there, but uh, it's 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 interesting. You will always. I don't think there's ever a managerial conversation in any club that big Sam doesn't come up in. But uh, uh, and I know I know you're probably only you're, you're probably only pulling a leg in that one. But um, um, uh, there is one here. Uh, Neil Pro Twenty One says, "Let's hope whoever we get will build on the foundations that Smith built, farther than smashing them up. We're so close to being what we need to be. I think we're closer than a lot of people believe. I, I, I do. But it's that razor's edge piece that you tip over. I think Liverpool were very close under under managers like um, Roy Hodgson, and um, you know, and and, and a lot of Liverpool fans would look at me and go." Pfft. That was mad because they had Hicks and Gillette. But I think that was the, the knife edge that they needed to cross over. Mm. They needed to go from having a collection of players to, to everything falling into place. And uh, obviously, you know, when they, had, when they got Brendan Rodgers in, things started falling into place and they got to that level. And then, Paddy, I know that you've got, you were reading a great article in The Athletic this morning about, you know, uh, what the top teams are able to do, but they needed to get to that area first. They actually, do you want to talk about that article in the Athletic this morning, Paddy? Because I thought it was not really, really. fascinating. <laughs> you don't really okay. I've, I've actually I've actually forgotten what was in what was in it at this stage. I talked about it. So it was basically just going about down. It. By, yeah, it was going down by, about how the likes of Man City uh, weren't exactly in a perilous position when they changed from Manuel Manuel Pellegrini. They just they just identified a manager that was better. He became available. They changed. Um, Brendan Rodgers wasn't exactly doing a bad job. Liverpool identified a manager that was better and they changed. Yeah, cool. um, uh, I can't remember who the other team was that, that was there as well. Um, Chelsea, Frank Lampard, they were willing to give him time, but Tuchel came available. Yes, he wasn't doing a great job. Tuchel came available and they just changed. Uh, and this Southampton did it. They had Nuno Espirito Santo. A new manager came available. They just changed. And what it was was the prerogative of the teams that were perennially challenging or the teams that had good PR, good systems whereby people expected them to be perennial challengers and to be up at the top of the league. That what they could do is they could change managers because they had structures built underneath the surface. They had directors mm -hmm. of football. They had good systems built there. They had a whole financial system built around the club. So the structure yeah. supported the club and the manager was implementing a plan and um, a plan based on lots of different branches of the club itself so it wasn't all just the mm -hmm. traditional Alex Ferguson style model and that's what allows these clubs very continental yes I will say Aston Villa are gone down that route with the Johan Lange and with the um with the Mark Harrisons of this world and and, and the scouting mm -hmm. setups that we have so everything is all a separate entity so that if a team manager does leave you bring in another team manager that can work within that structure and work some people aren't going to like that. Some people like Paddy. No. I know. I know Paddy doesn't like the director of football um, uh, model itself. But what it does is, from a financial point of view and from a business point of view and a club point of view, it does build the club into a more sustainable entity. And if all the big boys are doing it, it's you, you know you you do kind of have to follow suit. That's a small bit of a uh, a bit of a very big synopsis of what that what that article was. Yeah, I, and I, th I think the, the overriding reason why I sent it to you was that I would like to think. That that big red button was pressed today with a plan in place. That's it. Somebody that's what I'm saying. Better now, and that's yeah. Do you know what? I, I I must have read 
from pillar to post this morning, all the pros and cons in, in different media outlets because I woke up this morning and my first text on my phone was from you going, yeah, the media today is a bit meh. <laughs> so yeah, and it was it was because I thought that it was because I read the Sun. I read an article in the Sun going, um, Knudsen was it Knudsen the um no um, Denmark the guy from the yeah, Danish manager and I went Johan Lang is Danish Danish manager two and two makes five yeah I can see why the Sun would print that you know he hasn't had a great record outside of Denmark either you know so I think there's going to be a skeptical eye in a lot of these managers that we're going that we're going to be linked to it and look. Guys, I, I can envisage, and if, even if Paddy isn't available, I have a ton of time on my hands at the moment. Uh, at, t- <laughs> at some stages during the day, I have a ton of time on my hands. I'm going to come on and I'm going to talk about each of these each of these managers over the next few days until we get White Smoke on who's going to be the new manager. But for today, as I say, um, I think the club has made a brave decision. It could turn out to be a stupid decision, but it's been a brave decision in getting rid of, of Dean Smith. Regardless of, 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 of the, the statistics and the results, we're taking a step into the unknown here. And, and, and that's irrefutable. It's irrefutable. Mm. Um, some comments there, Paddy. And sorry, guys. I know I'm very, um, I'm, I'm very, I'm speaking very quickly. I'm brushing over a lot of things very quickly, and I'm probably not allowing Paddy finish some of his points. It's just I think both of us need to be somewhere in about five, about five minutes. So, so that's why I'm doing it. Um, Holtender 2012 says, very disappointed, lads. I think he should have uh, had the international break to reassess where he needs to improve and make the changes required. I think he's been hard done by. And that's that's I don't know what our, like like and we've we've been the biggest Smith and cheerleaders. I don't know what a hard mm. done by is. At the end of the day, it's a results business. But I would like to have seen him given more time. You can understand yeah. both and, sides and of the coin. I think yeah. you know, looking at the other side of the coin as well, we didn't exactly pull up trees when we came back up into the Premier League, and COVID probably saved us and allowed us the opportunity mm. to go more. And even when we came back, there was a number of uh, of results which were which were pretty poor. So it's not just these five games, but uh, has he been hard done by? There's a load of ways of looking at this. Uh, these two weeks give an opportunity for change. It gives an opportunity if they have somebody to come in to come in and hit the ground running with the players who are left behind from international duty. Um, it also gives two potentially winning games before we go on a, a difficult run in December. So. Is, is that the motivation? That's what I'm thinking, to get somebody in before then. What I don't want to happen is a stopgap. I don't want them to say, we're bringing such and such in for now because obviously there's going to be possibly a uh, a caretaker. Who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's Craig Shakespeare. We'll, we'll find out soon enough. But uh, the fact that they haven't said in their uh, announcement that That's there was it. a caretaker leads me to believe that everybody is gone. I, I believe everybody's gone anyway. I think the whole coaching ticket will walk now. I think I think Johan Lange will be gone. I think Austin McPhee will be gone. I think Craig Shakespeare will be gone. Uh, Aaron Danks will be gone. I think I think I think there's the only the, the only one you've got left out of all this is probably Mark Delaney and Mark Harrison. I, th- I think that they'll be, and to be fair, no, I think, I think the scouting system stays. I think Johan Lange stays, and I know I agree with you this morning. You said if if Dean goes, he goes. I've had a change of heart. I think he stays based but on... I think, I, I think Johan Langer's staying is completely down to whoever they bring in and the process they want to bring. So if, they, if they're bringing in a big name who already has a, a complete coaching ticket behind them and a complete scouting system behind them, then there's no place for mm-hmm. Johan Langer either. Yeah. Um, I mentioned as well, I'm go- look, I'm, a fa- I'm an Aston Villa fan. I reserve every single right in the world to be fickle. 
I made a knee-jerk reaction about Steven Gerrard. It's my opinion at the moment. I'm going to look into this more a bit more and look, things things might be different. It's just people are mentioning him quite a lot here uh, on, on Twitter at the moment. And it looks like that they want to have an appointment made by no later than the end of next week. So this is going to be a quick turnaround. And look, at the end of the day, we're all Villa fans, as I've said before, and we all want Aston Villa to win. So whoever the manager is going to is going to come in, we might have our criticisms and scepticism, but we'll back him to the absolute bollocks when he comes in. So, um, so, so that's. Uh, we, uh, we that might, we that. might. I, I, I don't think an appointment like that is something I could get behind. He's a, he's, he's what I call a yellow pack manager. I don't, I don't see what he's done. I don't see what the, you know. Lampard, Terry, all of them, they're, they're yellow pack managers. They're only just starting off in their career. That's not what we need right now. We need experience. Yeah. We need a process from the start. It, it can't be a, a stopgap. We can't bring Steven Gerrard in just to try him out for a few months and then bring him off at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That's not how this is. That's true. We need, we need That's to be true. done right. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm, what I meant by what I was saying is I'm willing to absolutely eat my own words. So if we are skeptical of a manager, is what I'm saying. What I meant to say, and it didn't come across that way, is if after ten games we've won ten games and we're absolutely looking like world beaters, oh, absolutely, there's no point having a mind if you won't change it. You know, mm-hmm. so um, that's important. Dara makes a great point here. Um, whether the decision was right or wrong, the timing was good. Hopefully, an international manager with top league, ex- top league experiences lined up. Otherwise, you question it. And I'm taking that directly from the horse's mouth as that Ballingari AFC don't need to re- re- release an, an announcement at the moment. Their manager is staying. He's not interested in the Aston Villa job. He's ruled himself out. He's looking for an international a manager with international experience, although he does have top league experience. So, Ballingari AFC's manager will not be taking over at uh, Aston Villa Football Club. Um, you heard it here first. I know we said we don't like to break news, but we just did today. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, uh, look, I don't think there's much more we can talk about at the moment. I really wanted to come on and eulogize um, Aston Villa, or eulogize Dean Smith, because I think he deserves it. You know, he's not, like, I, I won't be saying bad words about him. I won't be looking back in hindsight and making judgments on things he did because I genuinely believe for the three seasons he had, and you can look back at our podcast that we've done before, our, our three-year anniversary of Dean Smith, that he has had his hand tied, he has had one hand tied by his back for one reason or another in all of the seasons that he's been here. And you can say that he could only set up with Jack Grealish if you want, but if he didn't set up with just Jack Grealish, get the ball to Jack Grealish, it would have been foolish considering the fact that Jack Grealish was just that much better than everybody else um, mm. on the team. So uh, it was like Frank Gregor just set up with, but maybe not Frank Frank. Bright but some managers in the past have just set up and get the ball to their best player and uh, and and been very profitable with it. Look, maybe that's what happened. Maybe it isn't. But I commend Dean Smith for absolutely everything he did. He leaves with my full blessing, and I hope someday I get to sit down and talk with him. Um, just because I think he's a sound bloke, you know, and he's oh, one of us. He he's absolutely a sound bloke, and and if you can tell that from from even. What he says and, and his love for the club that, that comes true every time you hear him speak. Um, I think we've lost a good one today. Uh, mm-hmm. I think my dry November is finished and I'm going to go for a nice, cool crisp point in a dark pub all of my own and just have a few early ones and chill the fuck out because uh, it's the start of a new chapter, but it was a chapter well written. It's 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 a yeah. chapter that I remember with great fondness. Um, as I said so many times, uh, 
how this sliding door could have been so much different if we'd have won that game against Fulham in the playoff final and Tony Jaa was still the owner of our club. Um, instead, we, we got good owners, we got a good manager, we got a good coaching ticket that got us into the Premier League, stabilised us, kept us up and then had a good season last year. We've been hit or miss this season, we've had a poor run um, but we didn't get bad overnight. We've we've just we've just lost our way a little bit. That's um, that's correct. Yeah, players players are a lot to, a lot to uh, a lot to blame in this. There's a few of them now that need to either ship up or ship out for me. Um, but for now, thank you, Dean. I'm I've nothing but thanks and praise for him at this stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Me too. Um, so now we shift our focus, we shift our crosshairs to the board and to the upper management within the club. Mm. Um, we need a rabbit out of a hat, I think. Um, and I think the, this club can produce it. We've got big, big style businessmen. Um, we've got men who know how to, we've got a man who knows how to run a franchise, albeit not in English sports. And, you know, we've got, look, this, 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 this shows that the board are ruthless. Can they go put their money where their mouth is and get somebody? Can we poach somebody from another club? Can we, Can we? you know, slap it down on the table and say, you need to come to us, you know, and that's a lot of cash I'm talking about, and say, you need and to I, come to us, forget you know, about I that think club that, that Yeah, and, and slap Does, the other thing down on the, slap the other thing down on the table too <laughs> and show them how big our club is. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, that's, that's my overriding emotion. We should be going and poaching a world-class manager to do a world-class job because we are a world-class club with a world-class facility there, world-class stadium, owners with oodles of money. Uh, they, they, you know, there's so, there's so like, even if you look at the youth system, we, we, we have everything going in our favour for a world-class manager to come in here. So, you know, it's up, it's up to the right man to go and sell this club for what it is because there's no way... I could imagine a top-class manager turning this down. All is to be written, Paddy. All is to be written. Absolutely. Let's thanks so much for popping on. Um, thank you so much for popping on to help us. Uh, you know, it's been cathartic. I think, you know, we are downtrodden over this. There will be some people, as I said, that will be a lot happier about this than us. Um, I feel we've lost a good guy today uh, as manager of our club. But, the club is still here, and we we want nothing more than this Gaston Villa Football Club to win. Um, I wish Dean Smith all the best in the future. I do, I think that he will get back into management at some stage, and I think that he will prove to be a successful manager and um, whatever level that he gets into. And uh, look, all the best to Dean Smith. And for now, Aston Villa turn the page. And uh, as I say, the clock is ticking as to who we are going to going to uh, appoint. Um, as I said, guys, we will be back. Um, I might be doing a lot of live shows, but I'm, uh, you know, if if time permits, I'm going to try and put together some little uh, YouTube pieces, and also I'm going to try and do some audio pieces. So if there's people here that don't listen to our podcast or aren't subscribed to our podcast, and this is me just trying to funnel things over there, it's just it'll be easier for me in the short term to do audio ones as opposed to put together stuff here. But just talking about managers, as we're linked with managers, there might be quite a lot of podcasts coming out over the next week. Obviously, Paddy will be here. Uh, Paddy has a day job nine to five i'm still off for the next week so i do have some time on my hands uh it, you know so 
I will I will be able to put things together. If you aren't subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker, or whatever you use for your podcast streaming service, really appreciate it because, as I say, we're going to put a lot of effort in, in here to covering this managerial search and um, may not be able to get onto YouTube uh, all the time. So if we can't, an audio po- the audio podcast uh, will still be there. So I would try maybe, and as I say, not going to permanently funnel you guys towards the audio podcast, but it w- there will be probably more action on that over the course of the next week, um, just because uh, it will be easier for me to produce um, a, a short notice. But thanks very much, everybody, for, pa- for, for uh, checking in. Um, hope all of you have a great weekend. I suppose there is trepidation and there is a small bit of kind of looking forward to the future here, but also it's important to look back and, and realise how, how what a good guy that, that has left the club today. Um, onwards towards greatness for Aston Villa, and I think all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. I do have an outro though. I didn't have an intro, so I'm going to play the outro. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.